Army, here we are, Sunday night. It's time to rock and freaking roll. Totally German style, that's right. My name is Bay Ragney. It's time for Totally German Radio Rocks. Sunday night, like I said, and, uh, you know, usually I do, and I, I did this, I guess, last week, and I'm going to do it again this week, and uh, I'm going to apologize, you know. Uh, usually I'll do, like, a, you know, a three-hour show where I'll do uh, the first two, two-and-a-half hours of uh, music, sometimes more. Uh, if I don't have an interviewer lined up, but um, I've been bombarded with interviews lately, and honestly, I'm just, I'm just tired, <laughs> straight up. I'm just tired and emotionally drained between doing a couple shows a week and uh, trying to do everything else. So I'm just tired. So tonight's show, again, uh, what we're doing to do tonight is I interviewed, which I've been wanting to interview Frankie since I've been doing this, sh- uh, this show and my main show, Toe Gym Radio. Uh, it's going on five years and. Uh, finally, after five years, I got it done. Uh, I got to sit and interview uh, Frankie Benali the other day. So uh, I figured, you know what, let's, let's make this a Quiet Riot special. So I'm going to play uh, some new tunes off of the, the new album, Road Rage, which I love. I put a review up on our website, TotallyJoeEntertainment.com, the other day. Uh, I'm going to go back in time and play some classic stuff with Kevin Dubrow. Uh, play some, uh, I'm going to do one because, it, you know, it, as we hear from Frankie, like he tries to focus on the stuff like after Randy, um, you know, he really, he wasn't part of the, the early stuff with Randy, but I did play one song and it's actually a cover song that, uh, the original, uh, quiet ride did with Randy that I just love. Um, so I, it's, it's my little guilty excuse to play it. So, um, you know, it, it was a cool interview, fun interview. Finally got to talk to Frankie. Actually, I haven't met Frankie a few times over the years. So he, you know, he knew who I was and, uh, yeah, so we, we pulled it off. So I'm going to do that tonight. Um, and actually, for our upcoming schedule, just to give you a heads up, you know, usually we're live every Thursday. And Sunday night, I do this taped uh, Toad Radio Rock show, which is mostly music. Um, being the fact that, A, yes, I'm tired. B, our next uh, Toad Radio is our 250th episode. So uh, I'm going to build up for a special episode, which won't be until September 7th. So we're taking a few weeks off from our live show. Uh, I'm actually going away on vacation with the family and I just need to decompress and chill and recharge the batteries. It's at that point where I get to every year, you know, vacation is less than a, or is actually a week away now. So uh, I'm kind of looking ahead to the, the vacation, but tonight I'm gonna give you a quiet ride special Tuesday night. I'll be back. Um, the band is called, Rough House, you might remember them as T's. They were huge here in the Philadelphia area. They put in a, a, an independent album out back in the early 80s by themselves when they were called T's. They put out an uh, album on CBS Records in 1988 as Rough House. And um, the original lineup, the original Rough House lineup is back together for the first time. 24 years, they do their first show August 26th. I got to interview them the other night. So Tuesday night, I'm doing a Rough House special, which I'm going to play a bunch of music from Rough House and Tease along with my interview. I think I have another interview lined up. Um, um, I'm not going to say nothing in case it falls through. Um, but if that's the case, uh, those are the two definite shows this week. If I have another interview this week, I'll play that later on in the week. And then I'm taking off for two weeks. Um uh, it, it's time. It's time to take off. So I apologize. Um, just keep up to date with us on social media. Keep up to date with me on social media. My name is Bay Ragney. Uh, like me, love me, follow me. Follow me. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, just like Tilly Jim Entertainment and Tilly Jim Radio. Of course, love us. 
like us, follow us, do what you got to do, Totally Driven Entertainment or Totally Driven Radio. So without further ado, let's get into the Quiet Riot special. Uh, I lined up a block of music first, so I'm going to do the block of music, come back, uh, and then we'll see what we're going to do. Maybe we'll take a commercial break, maybe we'll go into the interview, let's see. So um, let's do this. Without further ado, brand new, Quiet Riot. This is the first song they did a video for in like 30 years. Check it out on YouTube. The tune is called Can't Get Enough.
wrong, always right, but you counterfeit. I've seen the light and it shines straight through you. You're not alone and on the edge, it's no surprise you're living dead. So change your name, third time to time, we all know who you are. I know the story, you don't deserve the glory. You dug your grave and it's hell to pay. Take a shot, what you had could have made.
started off the show with brand new Quiet Riot. Can't get enough. All right. Now, this is where the part where you're probably going to freaking kill me, but I apologize because I do have to pay the bills. So <clears throat> give me three minutes. Let me pay the bills. We'll come back and you're going to hear my interview with Frankie Benelli. Stay tuned. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com to keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin on the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your ghoul friend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Hi, right, welcome back to your Roxy three minutes. It's not a long time so thank you for sticking out thank you for letting me pay the bills and in return my gift to you my interview with mr frankie benelli here you go this is the one and only frankie benelli 
Is this the one and only Bay? This is me. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, tough guy. How about you? Good, man. I, you know, I've only been waiting like five years for us to finally do this. I'm sorry? I, I've only been waiting like five years for us to get this done. Uh, well, I hope it, I hope it was a good five years. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into it, the most important question I have to ask, being a fellow Italian, is it gravy or sauce? Sauce. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say that. Sauce. I mean, you know, there's certain, there's certain, you know, listen, there, there's certain, there's certain boroughs that, you know, say gravy and, and like, I'm not going to fault them, but you know, uh, you know, I mean, even, even in Queens, you know, on one side of the street is sauce, the other side of the street is gravy. So it's not, it's not, it's not worth spilling, you know, a good wine over it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it just, it always cracks me up, like, the the difference, uh, which it, it surprises me, too, because, you know, my grandparents came over on the boat from Italy, you know, and they were in New York for a while and then moved down here to the Philadelphia area. But somehow, with my family, it was always gravy, and, and I just never knew yeah. how it happened that way. <laughs> You know, I have a I have a theory I have a theory about that though because you know again you know my parents were immigrants too and I have a theory about that. My theory is that as they try to acclimate themselves and become you know more more part of the American society rather than say sauce, it would say gravy like you know you would say turkey gravy. You know what I mean? And that's my theory on that. Uh, okay. I think I think the change came as just trying to acclimate themselves and and become part of uh, American society. But it's just a theory, of course. It, it makes sense though. I try to make sense as often well, as I can. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you think now that the, the album is out, Road Rage is out, has this been probably one of the most stressful albums for you to, to uh, get done? No. I mean, listen, it, you know, everything that, that has ever happened with Quiet Riot um, it has been stressful right right from day one. Um, no label wanted to sign us in LA and, and we had the opportunity, uh, to get a deal with an independent label, um, you know, subsidiary of, uh, of CBS and, uh, and it wasn't a great deal, but it was the only deal that was available to us. But, you know, it's, it's always been stressful for one reason or another, even, even when the band, um, became number one on billboard, you know, people were knocking the band for doing a Slade song. So it's, you know, the road for choir ride has never been easy. Uh, I don't expect that it's ever going to be easy. Uh, and you know what? I accept that. You know, you think at some point, though, there might be a little bit of ease. Or, or people uh, that really don't even like know or follow the band probably felt like even back in the day, like it came easy, don't know the true uh, hell that the band has gone through for years. Yeah, listen. Um, I I always tell people the the a couple of stories. One of them is that when the Choir Riot Metal Health record went number one in November 1983, we were an opening act for Black Sabbath. So it's not like our record is number one on the charts and and we're the headlining band. We were we were a support act, not getting a lot of stage room, not getting all the uh, sound, not getting all the lights. Um, when we played the US Festival. Uh, it was the most amazing 
experience ever because we were playing to over 375,000 people. Uh, but, you know, we were the first band on at 1130 in the morning. So, you know, there's, there's two sides to every equation. I'm not complaining about, you know, how can I complain about having a number one record and how can I complain about playing to 375,000 people? Uh, but, you know, you have to put it in perspective. Everything isn't, uh, um, as the old saying in the 80s goes, champagne and caviar. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now, how um, I mean, the whole change happened pretty quick with uh, with uh, the, the Sean Nichols. You know, it was a few shows, and then you guys realized it wasn't going to work out. Like, what was that defining moment that you said to yourself, "This just is, this does not happen. This is not going to work." Well, you know, when it became clear that that the situation was not going to improve and certainly not be able to move forward with Mr. Nichols uh, after five shows, he was asked to leave. Uh, and that's it. And we moved on. And it was uh, really, it was as simple as that. Um, and at that point in time, I made the, the decision uh, to have James Durbin join the band, who was actually my first choice in the first place, but he wasn't available at the time. Um, oh, wow. And uh, I invited, uh, yeah, I invited him to, uh, to come in and, uh, and write all brand new lyrics and all brand new melodies for, for the music that had already been written by myself and, and uh, Alex Rossi, Chuck Wright, and my writing partner, Neil Citron. So we just moved ahead. But, I mean, it was, uh, it was uh, very carefully orchestrated. From the moment I knew that a change had to come, uh, a change was made because I don't, I don't put things on the back burner. Sure. Now, with, um, with James, he's kind of um, – the way I looked at it was like, you know, after Kevin passed away, you – when you decided to continue on with the band, you, the few singers you went through kind of had that very, um, I mean, at times that you would close your eyes and you would think, wow, it sounds just like Ken. With James, it's a total different style. Do you think that was like something that you really wanted to go with? Uh, you know, it was getting away from, like not pigeonholing yourself into finding somebody that was kind of trying to sound like Kevin, I should say. Well, it was important to understand that, that, you know, the singer that I worked with from 1980, when I first met Kevin in 1980, all the way until he passed in 2007 was Kevin. That was, that was the tone that I was used to. Um, and I had a lot of false starts with different singers that, you know, somewhat resemble Kevin's, um, uh, Kevin's vocal style in a, in a karaoke manner. Uh, but that just right. didn't work. It was never. It was never. It was never the right fit. It was never going to be um, as great as Kevin was. And and I wasn't trying to replace Kevin because that's an impossibility to do. You don't. You don't replace sure. a Kevin Dubrow. You don't replace a Robert Plant. You know. You don't. Uh, you don't replace these iconic singers that have uh, a, a certain style uh, and a certain range. Um, so when I decided to move forward with James, uh, I said to myself, I needed somebody that had the range that Kevin had in order to be able to do justice to the older songs when we played them live. But at the same time, I wanted somebody that would bring something of themselves um, that would add to Choir Riot and in turn become part of the Choir Riot sound. And, uh, and James was the man for the job. Nice. Now, were you a fan of uh, of American Idol at all? Like, did you had seen him in the past when he was on the show, or 
I was I was a, a casual uh, watcher of the show. I wasn't uh, I wasn't you know that person that you know waited every week for the show to come on. Um, <clears throat> I did see James on the show because a friend of mine had told me that there was uh, uh, this rock guy uh, on American Idol, which is like unheard of at the time for me. Sure. So uh, I checked him out and uh, and I thought he did a great job um, with Rob Halford and Judas Priest, and I thought he did an amazing job with Zach Wild. And uh, and I literally said to myself, you know, this this guy's really talented. I think uh, I think he's going to do well for himself, or at least I hope so. And that was it, out of sight, out of mind for for X amount of years until uh, I needed him. Did Did you say to yourself or contemplate it yourself at any point, like? I don't know if I want to go this route because I know I'm just going to get even more flack because he's from American Idol. I could care less about the criticism. Um, you know, Quiet Riot and, and myself personally, and certainly Kevin Dubrow when he was alive, uh, the the criticism was endless. So, you know, once once you you get so much of that, uh, you become numb to it. It doesn't bother you anymore. Um, and, and again, you know, if, if the critic um, has no value, the criticism has no value. So it doesn't bother me at all. That's awesome. Now, do you think uh, any chance uh, we might see Quiet Riot on the new version of American Idol since they're coming back? Um, you know what? I I have no idea. Uh, if it was proposed, uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy to be there, but uh, that's that's not even on my radar at this point. Now, how about um with the documentary? Do you think um doing the documentary, like you know, a lot, a lot of longtime fans. You know, they, they, again, going back to criticism or flack, uh, you know, they want to sit in bad mouth you or the band because there's been so many singers. But do you think that kind of was like an eye-opener to people? Like, wow, like, this is what this is really going through. And, like, <laughs> you know, Psyche deserves a chance to, to, to rock and roll with Quiet Riot still, but look at the hell he's had the ordeal uh, to go through these last few years with all these various singers. Well, a, you know, a small part of being in a band is is that whole fantasy of, you know, you know, you're up on stage and wearing the the stage clothes and and playing to the audience and playing your songs and all that. That's 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 a small part of it when you look at what it takes not only to get to that point, but everything that happens in between in between from one show to the next show. Um so I I think the auditioning for the singers was fascinating because it was just a cattle call and they didn't know it's for quiet riot. So there were some great moments okay. and there were certainly some real, real funny moments in that situation. Um, I think also in the movie, it shows that, that quiet riot was not just, you know, the four guys that recorded the mental health record, that there was been a lot of great musicians that have come and gone through quiet riot. Um, and it also gives you, um, you know, I have the saying that I don't get paid for that, hour and a half and two hours on stage, I get paid for the other 22 hours of the day just to get to that point. And I think, you know, the, the movie clearly illustrates that and it shows you the good, the bad, and certainly the ugly um, that happens in real life. Like it happens to everyone else. Sure. Now, and I'm talking about some of the musicians that you've played with over the years with Quiet Riot. Um, have you heard anything like uh, has Rudy or Carlos reached out to you and say, Hey man, I, I really dig the new album. 
Well, Rudy absolutely, Rudy absolutely um, loved the movie. Rudy absolutely loves the the, um, the Road Rage record. As a matter of fact, he sent me uh, congratulations today. Uh, Rudy and I have known each other since 1972. So that's 10 years wow. before we recorded the Metal Health record. We have been in and out of different bands together. So, you know, our friendship and our bond is, is a brotherhood. I mean, he is like a brother to me, and I am uh, a brother to him. Um, Carlos, who I think is an amazing guitarist, uh, just ridiculously talented. He and I never really had a relationship uh, back in the 80s uh, because we have different interests. Um, and, sure. uh, and since that time, since that time, you know, um, I, I think maybe, maybe I, I ran into him once at the M3, which is documented, uh, in the documentary. Uh, but I think that was the first time I had, you know, I had seen him in, in decades. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't realize that you were really, uh, you, yeah, you were really go back that long. Oh yeah, my parents moved from uh, from New York, from Queens to Fort Lauderdale, and Rudy uh, was living in Miami with his family, and uh, and we met. You know, um, he saw a band that I was uh, playing with, uh, a three piece, original three piece that opened up for David Bowie one show at a local venue called Pirates World, and he was in the audience, and uh, that's the first time he saw me play. And the next day, uh, we ran into each other at a club, and. Uh, our, our friendship and brotherhood started uh, right right back then. He was uh, 19 and I was 18. It's kind of wild how uh, how things work out from uh, <laughs> being in Florida and then end up California and and, and uh, the the roller coaster of life and music you guys shared together. Yeah, I can't say enough about about Rudy, both as a musician because he's a stellar musician, but as a person, um, he's an unbelievably kind uh, and wonderful person, and uh, I am blessed to to have had him in my life uh, and continue to have him in my life since 1972 uh, to date. He's uh, he's a wonderful person, an incredibly talented musician, and uh, and even though he hasn't been uh, a part of Choir Rise since 2003. Uh, he's incredibly supportive of uh, of Choir Ride and uh, and what I try to do with the band. Yep, that's awesome. Now I have to ask because I am a huge Randy Rhodes fan. What was it like when you got to play with Randy? You know, Randy was. Uh, I used to go see the first version of Choir Riot um, uh, in the club circuit in L.A. because that's really the only place they played. Uh, I went to see them because I thought Randy was the most brilliant guitarist I've ever seen. Kevin was the most amazing showman. And my best friend, Rudy Sarza, was playing bass in the band. Uh, and, of course, the topper was the fact that their entire audience, which was always packed, was all, was all girls. So, uh, <laughs> so it was a win-win situation. But, you know, I had, I had some, uh, some, a few good moments, not as many as, as other people, certainly not as many as Kevin and, and Rudy had with Randy. But he, Randy was the one that called me uh, and wanted to know if I wanted to come down and play with him and, uh, and Ozzy Osbourne when he first um, joined the band. So we did about a week's worth rehearsal, uh, and Dana Strum was the bass player. Uh, and that was, uh, that was a great experience. And um, Choir Ride just, uh, just received an award uh, last week, and, uh, and the award was presented to me by Kelly Rhodes. And Kelly told a story oh, nice. that even I didn't know, um, that when Randy was in England and, uh, and Ozzy decided, Ozzy and Sharon decided that they wanted to, to change the bass player and drummer in the band, that Randy recommended both Rudy and myself 
um, and Rudy was able to get the gig, um, and I they ended up with Tommy Aldridge because uh, Tommy's a great drummer. Uh, and at the time I, I was just a complete and total unknown. So I com- so I completely and totally get it. But, you know, that was really nice to hear that even, even when Randy a few years down the line was playing with Ozzy, he still recommended me to Ozzy once again. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Did you ever, or did you ever, or did you ever, or let me see, did you ever think of, or want to like, uh, pick one of them songs off of those first two uh, albums with Randy to redo or you would never touch them? Well, I, I already, I already did. Uh, one of my favorite songs um, that Quiet Riot play live, <clears throat> that version of the band was Slick Black Cadillac. It was, like I said, one of my favorite songs to listen to. And, uh, right. and I wanted Quiet Riot to record it on the mental health record and, and Kevin didn't want to do it again. And I, and I was just really, really persistent to the point that I was a real pain in the ass about it. And Kevin finally agreed to do it as long as I would just shut up about the song. Um, so, yeah, we already did that. Now, going back to the new album, uh, Road Rage, you guys just uh, you did your first video in, what, 30 years, I think I saw? What is that for Can't Get Enough? Yeah, 29, 29 years after the last video we did for a song called um, Stay With Me Tonight off the fourth Choir Ride record, we decided to do, uh, to do um, a video. And uh, I'm, you know, I, first of all, I think the song is great. I think the song is just packed with, uh, with major hooks. Um, and, uh, and Regina uh, Benelli, now my wife, who, who was the director of the Choir Ride uh, documentary before we were married, um, she directed the video and she did a phenomenal job. I mean, that whole concept uh, was completely, totally hers. And, and I love it because it looks like, you know, I'm, I, I love the whole 60s vibe of things. And, uh, and she managed to capture some of that in the video. So I think it's great. Yeah, it came out awesome. came out totally awesome. Any, uh, any other videos in the works possibly or? At this point, I mean, we don't have we don't have anything scheduled to do another video. Um, is it is it possible? Yeah, perhaps. You know, we'll see we'll see how um, how the Road Rage record does, and if it warrants uh, the expense to go in and do another another video. Sure. Now, how about um, with the set list? Uh, I know it's going to be tough with a, a Quiet Riot, where you know people want to hear the classics. Are you guys able to get a few songs off of Road Rage into the set list? Well, right now we're performing uh, Freak Flag and Can't Get Enough. Uh, so we've added nice. those two. But, yeah, that's, that's the dilemma because, you know, by and large, you know, people are interested in hearing, you know, your new music. Uh, but by and large, they want to hear uh, the classic Choir Ride material. And the set that I've put together um, generally has – um, most of the songs are from the mental health record, quite a few from condition critical, a few things from QR three, uh, you know, a deep track here and there. Um, so the problem becomes, you know, if you add something, you have to delete something. So it's a question of what, right. what do you take away in order to add something new, you know? So sometimes when, when we're allowed to play a longer show, then it's a no brainer. It's really easy to play, you know, a lot of new material. Um, but you know, you have X amount of minutes, uh, to play and you have to fill up the time accordingly. Well, if you get a uh, longer set, my suggestion is the road. Love that too. It's a great song. That's uh, the music to that song was written by Alex Grossi and, uh, and he did a, an unbelievable job on that, on that track. 
Um, and James just knocked it out of the park with his vocals. I mean, that's that's some of the highest register singing I have ever heard, and it's just phenomenal. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Nice. Cool. Well, Frankie, uh, this has been awesome. Thank you. I know you're busy. Um, let's tell everybody where to get the album and, and where to get updated with Quiet Riot. Uh, you can go. You can go to Quiet Riot Band. Um, uh, that's the official Quiet Riot website, and uh, you can go to the Quiet Riot Facebook page. And, all, and anytime on uh, on my own personal Facebook page, I update every day, and uh, and I do it myself. I don't have somebody running it, uh, so all the information <laughs> that you're getting is is accurate and and from the source, not something uh, derivative. Um, and again, you know, Quiet Riot is on tour right now. We're booked into April of 2018. So, uh, nice. I hope, um, I hope everybody has an opportunity to, uh, listen to Road Rage, give it a chance, give it a listen. Uh, and, uh, and if you love it, I will love you for it. <laughs> and I hope you guys get back to Philly sometime soon. Uh, that would be great, you know, because although I'm I'm a vegetarian now, I will have a Philly cheesesteak without the steak, okay? <laughs> and if you will join, if you will join me, I will I will buy, okay? How's that? I, I am there without a doubt, and sadly though, I, I'm not going to go meet this for you though. But you know, I'm I'll, I'll you know I'm alone for the ride. <laughs> That's okay. Listen, I, I, I have no problem with you clogging up your arteries with the meat. That's okay. I'm good with that, all right? I'm good with that. Absolutely. Frankie, again, thank you. And if I can get just get you to cut an ID before you go, uh, this is Frankie Benelli of Quiet Riot, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Yep, you got it. Uh, let me know when you're ready. Hey, how you doing? This is Frankie Benali from Quiet Riot, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio with the Italian of Italians, Bay. Boom. Love it. I'm going to have some gravy for you tonight, my friend. <laughs> All right, and I'll, and I'll make some sauce for you, okay? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, care, I'll, I'll, come, I'll, come and, I'll come and see you in Philly, and, uh, and we'll do the uh, – We'll do the uh, Philly cheesesteak, no, no steak for me, and then, and then we'll top off the tank with a couple of slices of pie. How's that? Uh, absolutely. Sounds like a plan. All right, man. Thank you for your time, and I truly appreciate your support of Quiet Riot and, uh, and our new record, Road Rage. All right, brother? Always, always. Take care, friend. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. <laughs>
All right, but there you go. Quiet fucking riot with Freak Flag off the new album. Before that, another tune off the new album, which uh, we talked about with Frankie, uh, The Road, which is my favorite song off that album. Uh, It's a really good album. You know, uh, people were bashing. Like, I put the review up, and I put it out in a lot of Facebook groups, and a lot of people were just freaking bashing um, Frankie and Quiet Riot. I mean, you got to look at it where, you know, it's not quiet right with Kevin DeBruyne no more. It can't happen. It, it's not ever going to happen again. Kevin's gone. So, you know, he, there's no reason why Frankie can't carry on with, you know, Chuck Wright, who's basically been a member of quiet Riot on and off for, you know, closing in on 40 years or, you know, 35 plus years. Um, Alex Rossi playing guitar. He's been in the band for the last 10 years. Uh, and he was the last guitarist when, when Kevin was there. So there's no reason for them to con- not to continue on, you know. So people just got to, like, look at it and listen to the music with an open mind. If you really just forget about the past and listen to it as the current, it's a brand new album, and just give it a chance. You'll really like it. It's a good freaking album. So, um, all right, so before that, The Road, we did Breathless. We did uh, Twilight Hotel which is a classic, and we kicked it off with uh, the redone version, not the Randy Birds version, but the version of Metal Health, Slick Black Cadillac. So there you go. There is our Quiet Riot special. There's our uh, Frankie Benelli interview. Uh, for all my people out there, if you are Italian, <coughs> is it gravy or sauce? Let me know. Let me know how you like the new Quiet Riot album. Let me know what you want to hear next. There you go. Bay Ragney, like me, love me, follow me. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I'm not a hard person to find. Toes Driven Entertainment, Toes Driven Radio, look for us, find us, love us, follow us. Also, if you're in the Philadelphia area, the new 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 Toes Driven Entertainment magazine will be coming out in a few weeks. Been hard at work on that. Almost done. I'm actually going to be finishing that up uh, this weekend. And um, going off to the printers this week. So, uh, September. It'll be coming out. So be tuned, be ready, be driven. Uh, until next time, Tuesday night, we return Tuesday night. Totally Jim Radio Rocks returns with our Tease Rough House special. Make sure you tune in. Uh, go on the Facebook page, get the event page, get the link to listen. And uh, until Tuesday, everybody, stay driven. See ya. <laughs>